Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taste of Dragons, the podcast, the video game podcast that, you know, all of you dream catchers listen to. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, dreams. <laughs> uh, this week, watch us remake Civilization. Ooh, I bet you're talking about Civilization. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the news is going viral. Ooh, I bet you're talking about viral d- diseases. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Ooh, gross. <laughs> uh, our topic is original or uh, not. Like the pancake house. Yeah. I see where you're oh, going. Oh, I love pancakes. Yeah. Or IHOP. <laughs> 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 and then the uh, dragon this week is very gallant. Ooh, okay. Oh, like King Arthur. Like wow. King Arthur. Yeah. Glad we cleared up what this what we're going to be talking about this week. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know, and also some pitter-patter of little feats. You know, that might be involved as well this week. That's we'll Pepper, out. our little puppy. Yeah. It's in the dragon's dead, you know. I mean, uh, it's our dragon. Yeah. Our little dragon egg. <laughs> what do you call a baby dragon? A uh, draggy? Uh, uh, hatchling. A hatchling. Yeah. It's our little hatchling pepper. I like it. I like it. And uh, as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. And I'm Joe. Yeah. So welcome to another week, everyone. Oh, I'm so happy to be here, everyone. This Same. is This is good times. It's a good week. A lot of crazy things happened in yeah. uh, in news. Oh, we have a fun news section. We do, we do. We have a a, a fun game section as well. Wait, you know. this is about video games? It might be and, and sandwiches. sandwiches. Oh goodness, <laughs> yeah. we really need to find a video game, a sandwich video game, like a there. Cooking Mama video game. Where yeah, you just make, but only sandwiches. But just sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> what if we buy Cooking Mama, but we refuse to make anything but sandwiches? Okay, we're not like, going to get very far. In yeah. That game. <laughs> <laughs> Level one egg <laughs> already just, game over. Yeah, because like you have overcooked, and that's a cooking game. But you can chop, you know, lettuce and tomatoes. But you're not really making sandwiches. Yeah, like burritos, no. the closest you get. They make yeah. hamburgers. It's kind yeah, of like a yeah, sandwich. It's a sandwich as well. Yeah, burgers, I guess, are a sandwich. Uh, but I want like a sandwich video game that goes deep. Brian, you're a programmer. What do I have to do to make this a reality? Um, maybe play Cook Serve Delicious. It is a it is a indie game, uh, and you can cook whatever you want in it. Wait 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 wait. Anything I want in it? I think anything you want in it. Because, Joe, last episode you talked about those sandwiches. You can oh, make this happen. My goodness, we probably can make it happen. Me when I happen. looked up those pictures, they're amazing. Uh, <laughs> it was so hard to choose for social media which <laughs> Japanese sandwich to put. On the post, there's so many good ones. They all look amazing, like the, they and they taste amazing. Oh, but they the look, the fried pork belly one got me. Oh, oh yeah, I should stop talking about it because then we're just oh, this yeah. last week's podcast. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you guys, they can listen to last week's podcast if they want to hear that. All I'll say is just go ahead and look them up. You won't be sorry. No, you will oh, not. So good, they are amazing. Uh, so yeah, let's get into our video games this week. Do 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 do. What are you playing? And uh, this week, uh, Amanda, what are you playing this week? Uh, I am playing Civilization Six. Yes. Nice. Um, yes. I'm a big fan of the Civilization series, although in hindsight, I don't know why I buy them because I, I bought Civilization Two. It was my first ever Civ game, uh-huh. and I could just play Civ Two forever. I don't need any <laughs> more mechanics or anything. It's a remarkable uh, game, Civ Two. Civ Three is as well. Civ yes. Four, Civ Five, actually. They're, actually, they're, they're all good. Oh, they're man, all okay. really good. <laughs> Uh, but it was. I feel like Civ Two is perfect. Like I don't need anything else. I could just play that on loop forever for the rest of my life and be perfectly happy. But that being said, Civ, Civ Six is Civ Six is extremely good. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I oh, realistically, I only play about a third of the game because, um, ironically, I don't like 
I don't care about winning as much as I care about like starting a nation and then like building it up and then getting um uh, uh overly angry whenever someone messes up the thing that I'm doing. Oh. <laughs> uh, my favorite part of Sid- is it is it usually like Scotland? Who is it? Is it Abe Lincoln? Is he no. the one messing things up? It's Abe Lincoln. It's always Abe. The sometimes it's like someone who's more militaristic. Like it'll be um, like the U.S. and I'll be like, that's fine. Of course. But ironically, like sometimes it'll be like Gandhi's messing you up, and then you're gonna play and you're like, damn it, Gandhi! I was just doing that. Gosh, or like, stop stealing I've, my crops. You're supposed to be fasting. Right. Goodness. Uh, last time I was playing with Wilhelmina from the Netherlands, and she gets really angry with with you if you're not trading with her. Uh-huh. But like, I like to build different trade routes because they're the only way to make roads. Um, so I'll just move a trade route from her to like a new town that I just built. And then she'll be like, people who don't trade with me will die. And I'll be like, calm down, lady. It's, like, it's the like, Netherlands. It's seven turns. You'll be fine. Man, you have a beautiful country. Uh, is there any way that you could explain civilization for maybe anyone who hasn't like played it? Also, I would just love to hear you... <laughs> Uh, uh, go for it. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like an RTS, right? Yeah. Um, like, but, a, like a real-time strategy game. Right. Yes. You you start at the, at least with this one, you start at the dawn of civilization and you make your own country. They kind of have uh, major world leaders throughout history. You can choose your country. Every historian, every world leader has a um, perk and it changes per, and they also have unique units. But you make your civilization and then you play it throughout the years. Um, until one of you wins. Uh, and you can do such... things like build more towns and you can uh, get different advances in technology. And depending on what you choose, your path is different. And there are a few different ways to win. So. It's so remarkable that they made that a game. Yeah. <laughs> like that's something on paper that you go either that'll never work <laughs> or that's too boring. And yet somehow every civilization game has been just so gripping and fascinating to me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I always go science victory. Okay. Because, like, okay. Yeah, my yeah, whole yeah. thing is just getting spaceships into space. Yeah. And then being like, peace, guys. You enjoy Earth and you're fighting and violence and such. Amanda, you are the smart one You between the two of us here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there a victory for, like, I don't know, singing some songs and they chilling on a couch? They have arts and culture victory. That's me. Nice. <laughs> you found your game. Found your path. <laughs> they... What's, I don't know if this is new or if I just never cared before, but uh, they also have a religious victory, which has been a lot of fun because you can have a religious war without actually declaring war on another nation. So you can oh have like normally if you attack someone, they get very angry with you um, because you're killing their civilians and that is bad. Uh, but if you're in a religious war and then you're killing people, somehow that's okay. But you can only kill other religious people. Welcome to England so, yeah. <laughs> during the, the 12th century. So you can make up your own religion and then like subtly try to... Oh, but it's cool because you can, you can either fight other people um, and then sneak into their area and then like spread your religion. Or you can get sneaky about it and you can like set up trade routes if you have like a super religious town and then have them trade with people near where you want your religion to spread. Mm-hmm. Because like if, if you have lots of religious points, it, it'll start spreading into their area and you can like covertly push your agenda it's fun there's a lot of different victory conditions go knocking on doors hello have you heard a good word of my god which i will not say exactly who he is until you say yes <laughs> also it's a he because my yay old times yeah. um, i actually had a teacher when i was in uh, middle school i think it was middle school um who wasn't very good at civilization but one of the kids in the class was 
So he let him get off of homework for teaching him civilization. <laughs> that kid is a hero. Oh, that kid was amazing. He was one of my friends, too. That's the only reason why I found out about it. So I was like, man, you're really good at civ. He's like, oh, yeah, I don't have to do homework because, you know, my, the teacher wants me to teach him how to do it. So in exchange for it, I just teach him how to play civilization. It's like, all right, well done. The old <laughs> hero. Was, the old stuff was harder. Oh, yeah. You, you didn't have the buttons. You had to remember the hotkeys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, it was original civilization. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is nice because they, they, they do reward you for having played the other ones because the hotkeys always still work so when you the mm. new one whenever you install the new one i like i'm like skipping the tutorials because i'm like i got this and then i start playing and i was like oh these are no mechanics that I understand. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun nice it was good Bye. nice awesome awesome um i guess uh we will go next and by we i mean troy and i Ooh. by the power of two yes brian i will speak yes uh brian, we... what game did you play this week I-, I played a demo oh my gosh i played a demo oh my god what was it? Uh, it was of a remake. Oh my gosh, I played a remake. Oh. This is uh, going to be the whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I walked into that building too. You too, so did I. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, we played the uh, the Final Fantasy VII demo, uh, remake demo. Yes. And it was... So I found out about it while I was at work. Dropped kind of out of nowhere. Dropped out of nowhere. Uh, I happened to find out kind of immediately as it dropped because I just... You know, I was waiting for stuff to arrive uh, on on Tuesday because that's what my Tuesdays are, is waiting around for stuff to arrive at work. Yeah. And uh, as I was waiting, I saw it was like seven minutes ago. I was like, oh, yeah, this thing just dropped. I, I immediately logged on to my PSN or my PSN app <laughs> on my phone. I hit uh, buy the download or buy the uh, demo and then immediately download Start it. downloading it. Yeah. Wow. 2020. What a beautiful time. I got time. home and it was downloaded and installed. <laughs> I was home when PlayStation uh, put out on their Twitter like you know reasons to call out of work (laughs) (laughs) final fantasy 7 remake demos dropping tomorrow and i was like yeah all right i didn't have work anyway (laughs) (laughs) you you got me all right (laughs) uh so you and i are both final fantasy 7 fans we kind of grew up with it Mm -hmm. um what were your thoughts on this uh demo uh it was very interesting because the opening cinematic was just, you know, brought a tear to my eye because it's the opening cinematic from the game. I was crying before the cinematic started. <laughs> you Are just you heard the music. I, yeah. I have not been hyped up yet about this. I, I love Final Fantasy VII, but yeah. like it, that, 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 that chapter's closed. I'm yeah. good. I don't need a remake, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it's here, and I haven't watched any... I've watched the very first trailer, and that's okay. been it. Okay. So... When the title hit, just the opening menu Mm -hmm. and the Final Fantasy theme starts playing, and this is the Final Fantasy theme for all the Final Fantasies, I immediately got taken back to when I was in like sixth grade or something, Uh and I I turned on the original Final Fantasy VII, which was my first RPG ever, and that music spun up. And even back then, you would just click through to get to the game. I remember stopping and not being able to move forward until the song finished and i had forgotten that until it happened again <laughs> so so it like sparked a forgotten memory and i was like oh oh hi hi old friend <laughs> and and you have that problem in video games where you've been burned before where yeah. either dialogue will be happening or a song will be playing and then he'll like try to move forward with the pace that the game wants you to move at but then you get to that doorway and you don't know the doorways like when it ends and then you're like oh, yeah. halfway through the song and then all of a sudden it's like meh and you're like 
Oh no, I wanted the whole thing. I, I wanted to just, listen yeah. to the rest. You, you clearly wanted me to walk. Why didn't you give me enough time to? I'll oh. just wait here. <laughs> yeah. So all those games just end up with me talking to a character and then just standing near a fence <laughs> for three minutes silently until the music ends that the character can't hear. And then walking in silence through the scene that's supposed to be yeah. music. <laughs> it's beautiful. That's pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, so that opening cinematic hits. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And it, it truly is just that opening cinematic and then it gets to it there's a couple of little differences from when you get off the train Mm -hmm. um and then you then the camera swings around you are you are cloud yes and i initially thought i'm i'm not a huge fan of the how close the camera is to your character really to begin with to begin with I, i i grew i grew into it as i played it but I thought it was, I could probably use like maybe like five more feet behind him. <laughs> like, like just a little just, bit. Just give me some space. Just a little Yo, bit cloud, of space. Cloud. You can like give smell his cologne and exactly. you're just, it's just too much. It's just you can too like, much. you can smell his hairspray and you're like, that is some strong stuff. <laughs> yeah. I knew none of that hair was natural. As soon as you start swinging, I'm going to get hit with that sword, my man. I just, <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, but I, I, I grew accustomed to it as I went along. Okay. Um, and, and so this game, it just takes place in Midgar. This entire game is going to take place just in Yeah, it, it looks like it's going to be kind of the, the first act of the actual game. Yes. I think what was astonishing to me, like, have you played Final Fantasy VII since, I guess, we were teenagers? Uh, yes, I used to play it yearly. Oh, sometimes, okay, okay. A couple of times a year. Uh, I haven't played it uh, with probably within the last four or five years, though. Oh, okay. All right. I, I think for me, what was magic about this is that it took what my imagination did when I was a teenager to fill in the blanks. Mm -hmm. And this game just filled it in for me as far as just the colors of the world, the acting that the characters had, this characters did their faces didn't move back then. They blinked. That was about it. Yeah. And then their boxy arms moved around, (laughs) but this game, they had circle hands. They had circle hands. (laughs) This game just fills in what my imagination was doing at the time. Oh yeah. Uh, which is really awesome. Oh yeah. And, uh, and you you find out that uh, uh, Jesse is extremely thirsty uh, in this game. They, they, they take smaller <laughs> characters that were just kind of throwaway, and now since they're they they kind of flesh them out and give them more of a personality. Uh-huh. And I ended up one of the characters in this demo is Jesse, who's just one of three characters that are just kind of like you know henchmen or, mm-hmm. or bodyguards. And uh, and she's really cool. She's got a great personality. She's kind of yeah. hitting on Cloud the whole time. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's all she's doing. <laughs> but it it just it's finding nuance in a game that I I I I didn't know or didn't wasn't looking for it or didn't think I needed. But it turns out I'm into it. Oh yeah, like I, I remember I was walking around. Um, uh, I was I was walking around inside the reactor, and I was as I was running, I was like, wait a minute, I think I know where I am. Yeah. And then I looked up and I was like, oh, this is exactly, I knew exactly where I was because I know because of my knowledge of Final Fantasy VII that this is that exact room that you are in. And this is the exact layout of that room just mm-hmm. in high def. Mm-hmm. And there's the same amount of like little th- like little stairway cases that you go down and everything. It right. was very interesting. I, I can't decide if I would get anything out of this game because uh-huh. I never played seven. I played, ironically, I played Dirge of Cerberus and I watched Advent Children, but I've <laughs> never played seven. So I feel like a lot of what I'm hearing people talk about, I was like, oh, it's great. Like, like you being like, I was in the room and I knew exactly what that was. Yeah. But having never played it before, I wonder if I would play it and be like, Cool. This, not, cool. <laughs> to be honest, right now, I don't think so. So, so much of, of what I enjoyed of this game was like just 
just xylophone in on my nostalgia. Yeah. That like, if you take that away, it's got a interesting fight system between like it's active and you're swapping between characters and throwing out fireballs and hitting things. And it's kind of tactical, but also action that could be fun on its own. But other than that, I mean, you're just kind of going through an area to area, like opening a chest in a, in a, in, you know, fighting a three dudes here or there. It's not that complicated or robust. No, I know there will be an upgrade system. I know there will be things you can do with your weapons and magic and whatnot, but so much of this scene of this for me is just reliving my past and getting to see cutscenes. So, yeah. so <laughs> if you could just record all the cutscenes for me, oh. I would like to I would like to see an Advent Children prequel. Great. So great, if great. you could just like just I will, com- compile that. I will for show me. you that video. Do not look at the bottom of the screen to see that that it's just some other YouTuber that I looked up. <laughs> it was totally me. I have a lot of different surnames and uh, monikers. Yes. Yes. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> And also, you know, it, it might only be the first part of that prequel. You know, we'll, we'll flesh it out later. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm excited. Uh, yeah. Did you? Did, how did, how was the difficulty for you? Like, how was the pacing and everything? I, I put it on normal. The pacing was just fine. I the the last boss in the demo was pretty difficult. I thought agreed. Um, but I th- I don't know if that was because it was difficult or I was still just wrapping my mind around a kind of confusing fight system mm-hmm. um, or just a fight system that you're going to need some time to Acclimate find a to. flow with. Yeah. Um, so I, I, yeah, I, I think that that was it. I, like I said, it, this looks like a fun ride. I feel like I'm going to enjoy this for like a good week mm-hmm. and just, just, you know, yeah, I, I, I don't think I want anything more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I did have, a couple of things, like I said, the camera at first, I was like, eh, I don't know about this, but I, I grew accustomed to it. I don't know how much I like looking for Shinra boxes to, to swipe it's, and it's, hit, it's but it's something generic. Extra. It's just a generic thing. The only, the thing I really didn't like about it is, so you go through this one area and yeah, you know, there's lasers, you have to kind of dodge in between fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I'm going through, I'm searching every single nook and cranny. I'm searching everything. Yeah. Cool. I found it. You know, I found this awesome. You get down to the bottom, you know, you blow up the reactor, and then you have to traverse through the exact same area, but fighting enemies this time. Um, as you're traversing back up, there's now Shinra boxes where there weren't before. And I just... The bad guy brought them with oh, him, is that and what he it put is? them yeah. down on the way in. <laughs> like, I just didn't like that aspect of it, where it's like, either these are supposed to be here the first time I walk through this area, or I don't need these. Like, oh, right. in this specific area. Like... Just have them or don't have them. That's that's why I think, Mandy, this is dialing in heavy on this nostalgia. Otherwise, it may just be kind of a generic video game. Yeah. Um, that being said, I think there's something to the fight system that even without the nostalgia, Agreed. I think could be actually kind of cool. Yeah. But we'll find out on April 10th when the full version drops. This has been so good. Not seeing any trailers to get the demo for the first time. I, I'm. It sold me. I bought it. They nice. have a, once you beat the game. Oh, it, nice! Once you beat the demo, it's like you ready to buy. <laughs> yeah, you can get the regular version or the deluxe version. Here's the extras it includes. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, deluxe, do it. Yeah, sure. Uh, so that, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm already in. I already I bought it as like day one as soon as it went on pre-order. I've been meaning to. I just hadn't yet. Uh-huh. So this was easy. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So yeah, that was uh that was Final Fantasy VII remake demo, uh, which was how long did it take? It took me about an hour. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Same. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So, yeah, that'll be for us. And then, Joe, what did you play? I played Yokai Watch 4. 
plus plus. Ooh. Plus plus. Plus plus. I have no idea what the plus plus actually does aside from, I think it's DLC that you can get, you get, but uh, yeah, I haven't gotten to any stuff. hardcore part of the game where that's going to be something. I, I don't read Japanese that well. <laughs> I, I really was, I was ambitious and I was like, yeah, I'm going to read the things. I have no idea. Wait, you got a game that is like Japanese Straight only? Up. Oh yeah. That, oh yeah. You can't buy this game here. That's amazing. I- that's the plus plus. It's the plus, yeah. the, 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 the plus minus for me because, man, I, I thought I was very ambitious and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy this game in Japanese and I'm going to read all the things. I'll look up the words that I need to look up. It'll be fine. I have to look up so many words. It's not going to happen. So I have decided to just kind of piece together just the pieces I could understand of every sentence they say, which is not a lot of words. Um, but the few I have gotten is in the opening. Uh, so the opening's amazing. It has its new, It has a new theme song. And it's ridiculous. It's yokai. It's crazy. But um, there's an opening cinematic where it's like two yokai brother dudes. One of them is gray and one of them is orange. And they are fighting a giant red-eyed monster that has like a circle around the eyeball. And it's got hands. And the hands turn into like sharp, horrible things. And like the two yokai brothers are trying to fight this eyeball monster. It was basically like Bill Cipher, only red. Ooh. And, oh, it was so cool. We're going to name the monster Bill. So Bill, <laughs> Bill is trying to murder these yokai brothers, and the one brother's like, "No, don't go, brother!" And then like the brother's like, "Nah, I'm orange, and I turn into fire, and I'm gonna beat the crap out of this eyeball that just appeared out of the sky and is doing nothing but just sitting there. But I'm gonna attack the crap out of it because I, I don't speak or read Japanese that well, so I, I kind of got a little emotional. <laughs> so. So the eyeball totally messes up the orange brother. Oh, no. And orange brother has like super awesome power up thing. And he turns into a way dumber looking yokai. No sword. I don't know what the hell's wrong with that. But he's like, he's like, it's okay. I super powered up and now I have three eyeballs and I'm going to beat this eyeball monster. He does not beat that eyeball monster. Oh, no. We're going to jump to the end here. He like gets dusted, like Thanos snapped oh, dusted. No. And I was like, this is the opening cinematic? I am so upset right now. And like gray brother dude is like, I didn't even get to power up. I got to watch my brother get dusted. I got to get the heck out of Dodge, man. This is messed up. So like he runs off. Then, then it goes to where your character is, and it's the main character of the rest of the games and the girl character from the rest of the games. And he's just hanging out, reading like a jump comic in his room with Jibanon and Whisper. And like Whisper pops up and he's like, yo, you feel that? Did you feel what just happened? And he's like, I'm reading a book. <laughs> like, no, I didn't feel anything. And Whisper's like, we should get up. We should go outside and we should like figure out what's going on. And he's like, I don't really care. And Jibanon's like, yeah, I'm kind of tired. I mean, I could go to the Kamini and I could maybe get some ice cream get some ice cream and whispers like we've got to go we've got to do something there's a horrible it's like a disturbance in the forest you know like that level and the two of them were like "Mm, no i don't feel like it i'm i'm reading some of this and i'm like i don't understand why he doesn't care did something happen in these games where i don't know like did something new happen where this character doesn't give a crap about yokai anymore i mean he's still got two in his room what was happening here he goes and hangs out with the mom. They go to Kambini. They get some ice cream. And then Whisper comes down with an awful case of purple line hell that happens to yokai when another yokai messes with them. <gasps> purple so now, wavy lines. Pa- purple wavy lines. Oh, no. And so Whisper gets purple wavy lines. It looks like depression, like an Animal Crossing Aww. when a character is very sad and it's like, and it's like kicking the dirt. It looks like that only on the whole yokai. And you, yokai used to only get those lines if they were actually sad and then they were doing things that they should be doing because they're sad and they're making everyone around them sad whisper being sad's weird man he gets mad he slaps you and then he like <gasps> flies away yeah i was like yo this yokai game is messed up what's happening 
happening? Wow, they they murder they murder someone's brother. <laughs> then you're super like neglectful to your friend, right. and then he hits you. This right. is a. I feel I, like this I, is a lifetime movie. I, yeah, I feel like listening to you. I've just watched like an anime version of Days of Our Lives. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. I, I I know this is what everybody wants. They all want Yokai Days of Our Lives, but uh, it. it, it this is why I couldn't really talk about it last week because I didn't really understand what the hell was going on. <laughs> I, I don't think I understand that, I, what the hell's I still going on. But kinda I still kind of don't. I like it. But I finally got to battle another yokai. So Whisper's very and upset. yokais are, are the mischievous demons. Yes. Some kinda, are good, some are bad, some are right down the middle. They, they, they kind of like Pokemon, but demons. Like they hang out with you and you're your pal. Kind of. So some yokai will, you fight will, with them. Some yokai will be your friend and they will help you uh, not, not get hurt by other yokai. Or not even get, not get affected. Guardians. Yeah, Spiritual basically guardians. a guardian, like Mushu, like, like in, familiars, uh, like witchy familiars. <laughs> yes, know, very good much ones, so. good ones, Troy. Good <laughs> ones. But, but yokai usually don't affect other yokai, which is a think a new mechanic in this game, where okay. the yokai actually can mess with the yokai that are on your Ooh, team. Ooh, that's why at least that's what it looks like. Four, maybe plus. plus. <laughs> but it's it just I, I finally get to battle one. It's one of the, the like the derpy ones, but. Uh, you, they changed one of the mechanics that I don't think they I think this is new for this game because I don't remember the last game for the DS being like this but you as the main character have a weird yokai mallet and you take that mallet and you can beat the crap out of the yokai that you're so it used to be like your your yokai you were using it's like Pokemon you would tell it what to do or you would be like yo please like don't damage that one too bad I want to be friends with it and then you'd have to you have to talk to that yokai it'll run away you have to talk to that yokai and then talk to other yokai and find out what it likes. And then you would go buy the candy or you would go pick up things that that yokai likes. If that yokai liked dirty socks, you would go find a dirty sock and then be like, hey, you want to be my friend? And that yokai would be like, hey, I like dirty socks. I'll be your friend. <laughs> and it, it's weird. The game's very odd. That but yokai's usually, name was Dobby. Almost, but now right? you hit it with a mallet? You hit it with a mallet. How are you going to be friends with that thing now? I was very like perturbed. It was like, yeah, this is how you play. And it's, you know, the things pop up. I'm like, okay, so you hit X for that. I'm like, why do I have a weapon? I've only ever had a watch. I mean, you use your watch, you find the yokai, and then you use your yokai to befriend more yokai. Well, then you hit them with the yokai stick. Right? Like, you, you beat them down with friendship. <laughs> I, I, there is some, I don't want friends like that, Well, man. That's, that's the name of the mallet, friendship. Well, friendship. Is, friendship. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is the same game where your brother died and then you get smacked in the face right? in the opening cutscene. Opening cutscene. Let's just murder I'm things. A, and... I'm a little worried about the creators of yokai. I feel like someone needs to make a house call. Uh... Is, is, are they okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this a cry for help? Because I mean, it's very clear if that's what it is. <laughs> but ultimately, I have I have finally battled a yokai. It is very fun. I do not like hitting yokai with a mallet. It's got like a weird. I don't know. It's just not for me. I felt like it was. You know, when I'm Link and I'm like fighting with a sword, and you're like really excited that you're you're meeting up, you're beating up bobkins. Oh and, yeah, you know, take you're that like, bobkins. You're like you take that. I don't feel that way about beating up like a yokai because because they have like they have like nice happy faces and they're not like seeming like they're evil. Some of them are like look like old people, right? And that was <laughs> that was the one that the first battle I had to do it was like an old man yokai. I'm like I am uncomfortable beating you with a mallet. Jibanon's like punching the crap out of it with you. Like I don't I don't I don't know about this guys. I got I got that with the end of Monster Hunter. The more I played Monster oh, Hunter, yeah, the more yeah. I was just like. I don't know if I feel okay. Am about I the this. bad guy? Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, you are. Yes, you are. I have Classic. always said that yeah. about Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah. It oh, bothers I, me. I, agree with I you. love watching everyone play, but after a while, I'm like, just leave it alone. Yeah, it the, doesn't want to whimpering noises and the yeah, limping as it just right? runs away. It just like, doesn't want to mess with you. It's like, no, I'm gonna wear that limp for my hat. <laughs> oh, no, did you just take its tail off? Yes, <laughs> unless it's an Anjaneth. 
Yeah, they deserve it. Deserves it. it. They deserve Damn it. Damn it, Anjanette. I agree. He fought a Pookie Pookie the other day. Aww. I love Pookie Pookie. <laughs> but its tongue was like full of, I guess, poison yes. or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was very sad about that. because like, no, you have to hurt the Pookie Pookie. Leave the Pookie Pookie alone. I was like, no, I don't have to hurt it. I have to kill it, Jim. <laughs> I was very difference. upset. It was very damaging to <laughs> me. I feel because the Pookie Pookies are like, they're like half parrot, but half lizards. Yes. They're just like the really pretty colors. And then it has just the, the cool aspects of like the lizard face with like parrot wing. It's very pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So that was your game, Yokai yep. Watch Four. Plus, 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 plus. plus, plus. <laughs> all right, that'll lead us to our news segment. News, 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 news. News. So, leading us off, last week we've been, or last couple weeks we've been talking about how GDQ has been shedding people left and right or uh, uh, vendors and, and sponsors and whatnot. And so they decided to just completely cancel it. Uh, and they're going to reschedule it to the summer at some point. Uh, they haven't decided yet uh, due to the coronavirus. Yeah, probably for the best. Probably for the best. Uh, Microsoft still plans on holding a digital conference during this weekend. I mean, that makes sense. Like, um, we don't. This is where this is where everyone's like okay to not do physical things anymore. Exactly. <laughs> I, I was just, I think um, I think what the co- conferences are worried about is that once people step away and then have to do it remotely, that they're going to go. Why did we ever do this physically this and then it, not guys. come back? Yeah, so I think I'm, we I'm know worried. who's behind this virus. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. I, I'm a little worried mm-hmm. for the the companies that do the conferences because, like, the mayor of Boston wrote that letter. We talked about it in last week's podcast. Yeah, but um, the idea of all of those local vendors and how they kind of depend on this event happening every year and now it's gone. So yeah. This is all just going to turn into a new frontier for virtual reality. Let's get that tech done so we never have to be around each other anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Although I like the virtual conferences. I'm being honest. I like oh, sitting on my sofa. They're and, efficient. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they are. They very much are. Uh, and then also, speaking of uh, COVID, uh, Amanda, you got some news? I do. This is actually really fun. Is They made a video game to fight COVID-19. It's called Fold It. So basically, it's crowdsourced research. You can download the game for free. Um, and then basically, what you're going to be doing is folding chains of amino acids. So they show you how the game works. Um, and then they give you um, um, like a few sample amino acids, and then you learn how to fold them. And then what they do is they have a um, version of the uh, COVID-19 virus, and they're, they, they would like as many examples as they can find of how to fold it to create a vaccine. Mm. Um, uh, And I am not a scientist, so I've probably said some of this wrong. But basically, uh, (laughs) when you're done, you can send it off to them, and then they're going to take the top few, and they're actually going to make, um, like, vaccines and stuff with them. Nice. So... Anything that helps. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. A- anything and everything. Let's let's find a cure. And Mandy, you say you're not into science, but I think civilization says otherwise. <laughs> yes. You're the, you're the smart one. <laughs> I'm into video game science, which is just like, oh, the blue one goes to the blue one. That's not this. The- that's this, that, Manda. That's, you yeah. literally just talk about it's, video it's, game science. It's literally up to you, Manda. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. The world is depending on it. <laughs> this is the true science victory. It's okay, guys. It's okay, guys. I did down download it okay. i've played five minutes of it and i can say it is more complicated than i thought it would be but uh i highly recommend everyone downloading it so hey. that we can all do Pitch our in. that's right all right cool and then uh ghost of tsushima uh got a release date of june 26th way sooner than i thought same did it already have a release date 
Uh, I don't believe I don't believe okay. it ever had a release date. Um, uh, I think we might be thinking of Neo. I'm or, thinking of Neo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this is the highly anticipated game that PlayStation sh- uh, showed a couple of E3s ago. Yep. Uh, that looked like it was running on like a supercomputer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to think that it's going to come out for the PlayStation Four totally throws me off. Yeah, I was expecting it to be kind of like a launch game for the PS5, yeah. but but I, once I saw a little bit of the beginning trailer, I was like. That looks more like a PS4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they scaled it back down. They're like, yeah, this is what yeah, we can do. Yeah. And this is from the makers of uh, Sly Cooper and Infamous. Yes. Sucker Punch Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Last of Us is getting a HBO show uh, by the showrunner of Chernobyl. Uh, uh, good, good. And good, also good. the writer of Last of Us is going to be... Uh, Neil Druckmann. Yep. He will be also doing it as well. HBO's just shooting for the next Game of Thrones. Like, please, just just <laughs> Or Witcher. Anything. Or yeah. Yeah, 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 I do feel like HBO saw The Witcher and was like, huh, video games. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. It. It's like what they did with The Watchmen, where they looked at like the boys or whatever else was, was getting mm-hmm. popular, like The Avengers. And we're like, huh, superheroes. We can do that. <laughs> yeah. Worked out really well with Watchmen for them. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I think they'll do a great job with Last of Us. And they have a pretty good track record of like, if they announce something, it gets done. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, and then let's see here. Masahiro Sakurai, which is the Smash Brothers creator, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately fainted while he was at the gym. Aww. So he sent out a message to let everybody know, hey, listen, this is what happened to me. Okay. Uh, you need to take care of yourselves. Uh, please... You know, yeah. take care of your bodies. You know, make he's, he's even when he's hurt, he's make, he's making sure everybody else is better. That's Aww. admirable. And yeah, he's like, don't play Smash all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't work out all the time. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Find balance. Find a balance exactly. Uh, and then the original Halo was shadow dropped this week on Steam and the Microsoft. Brian, store. I can see your Halo, 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 a, a, Halo, a. Halo. <laughs> Uh, and it's the anniversary edition, so you can switch between the original and the updated graphics. Cool. So pretty nice. <laughs> pretty nice. Those original graphics are rough. Yes, they yeah. are. <laughs> Which at least you can switch and see how rough yeah. they are. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Close the curtain. Close the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> and then also Shadow Dropped was the Division 2's new DLC, which was Warlords oh of New gosh. York. I forgot the Division even existed, Brian. Uh, as did I. <laughs> Wow! I played that game. Is this why they like, dropped it for free? No, they didn't. It was. I don't think it was for free. Oh, okay. Just shadow dropped. It was just okay. the shadow dropped it because it was originally supposed to release on Tuesday. They just released it a day early for no reason. Okay. So that, that's dope. It's yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, I, I actually played Division Two for like a month, month and a half straight, and mm. I forgot about it as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then uh, to finish us off, we got some weird news. Uh, right, Manda? Yeah, I have, I have two fun pieces of news. Cool. So, so Monster Hunter um, has an in-game event going on right now. And the reward for that event is uh, called Buff Body Armor. Ooh. Uh, so instead of you getting some really awesome armor, this skin is just literally that. It is your skin with a speedo. Uh, so, <laughs> so you collect all of the items that you need to get, and then you hand them to the armorer. And instead of armor priests coming out in the conveyor belt like normal, uh, you just get protein shakes. And then when you put all the armor what? on, you're just super buff. <laughs> I love it. And it, awesome. it's like your body is buff? Yes, yes. You're like in a speedo buff. Yes, you're That's in a speedo. That's fantastic. Yes. 
I cannot wait to watch Brian do this. Oh, I, I'm playing Monster Hunter right now, so I will definitely do it. You... But the, I, I thought it was funny to have an event where you spent lots of time to wear less armor. Yes. You get that armor and you ride that Rathalos, Brian. I will. Do it. I will, and I will send you a picture. Well, I didn't ask for that. And, <laughs> Too and, late. <laughs> oh, man. Arguably, uh, I, I would say our second most important news of the podcast yes. is uh, Disney released the official reason... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was about to say Animal Crossing countdown. <laughs> You're like the most important part of our podcast. I said the second most <laughs> important part of our podcast. She did say that. Charlie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got Animal Crossing goggles on. Go ahead. <laughs> is uh, Disney released the official reason that Mushu is not included in the new Mulan movie? Because he sucks. Um, is <laughs> they. Uh, they said that when they originally released Mulan, um, there was, a, I don't know if it was a boycott or just a ban, or just they weren't exporting movies to China. So they didn't make it with Chinese audiences in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after the movie eventually came to China, that the numbers weren't really what they expected it to be. Um, and they said one of the reasons that was, was because of Mushu, is that in Chinese culture, um, dragons are a symbol of like uh, integrity, strength, and respect. Um, and to create a character that's more of a sidekick and comic relief. And, and Eddie Murphy of... was like, dishonor on you, dishonor on your culture, dishonor <laughs> on my stereotypical, yeah, <laughs> all the stereotypes I'm feeling right now. Yeah, yeah. Having having a character that was kind of a buffoon and a dragon mm-hmm. was very, uh, it, I don't know if it was insulting, but it just wasn't, um, it didn't play well there. Yeah. Um, and they said when they went to rewrite the movie to release again this year as the live action movie, they looked at the old movie. They looked at kind of changing times, and then they said they went back to the original source material, which is like a Chinese poem, and then they were like, yeah, maybe not. So so point being, Bri was right. Mushu's terrible. That is correct. <laughs> All right, man. This is the most legit your claim has been to hating <laughs> Mushu so far. Hey, my, my claim's legit in my own mind. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> and our most important news... Thanks, Mandy. We have the Animal Crossing Countdown. It will be 11 days and 33 minutes from when this podcast comes out to when Animal Crossing New Horizon drops in our laps. That's right. Or hands or heads or whatever body part you want it to drop in. That's where it will drop. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, That would be March 20th. Yes. Yes. Oh, look forward to it. We're going to have a picnic. We are. That's right. For real, real. We're going to eat sandwiches. Yeah, we are. We're going to eat all the sandwiches. <laughs> uh, and then we also have a kind of new segment uh, that Troy is going to be bringing us up on uh, with the eSports ball news. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, thanks, Brian. And welcome back to the Sports Zone. Uh, I'm your Taste of Dragon sports correspondent. I feel like my name should be like Tanner or like, Trip. Yep. I could go with Hunter. I could go with Hunter. (laughs) Well, I'm here to cover all things sports, and by all things, I mean only the Overwatch League. (laughs) Overwatch is a team-based competitive game that's had enough people pay money to it to make it an eSport, complete with a full roster of teams from across the world, and we love it. It's really good. (laughs) Let's take a look at the matches from two weekends ago. Yes, that means I'm covering a game a whole week late because our episode comes out on Sunday. Why am I screaming? Anyway, sports. Blah, 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 blah. Florida Mayhem gets stomped by top-seeded team New York Excelsior. No surprise. No No surprise surprise there. Florida teams are never good. (laughs) 
and New York has gods on their team. <laughs> Literally, gods. Zeus came down and smited <laughs> Florida. Oh, it was it was horrid. It's pretty bad. Oh. Next up, blah blah blah. We have a, the Atlanta Rain did a thing. Joe, Joe, is it a thing, right? See, Ryan Hardy has a fire strike, and when he does this hammer thing, like fire shoots out of it, and then the guy did the fire strike thing, and then like Baptiste, he put up like this matrix thing that makes it everything like more uh, like uh, more damage happens, and then it went through, and then it killed four people on the other team. What? Woo! It was so cool. People are wondering if they really planned it. I don't think they did. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever, they won. Next, the London Spitfire. That's Manny and I's favorite team. It's the best team. Oh my gosh, we bought so much stuff. Shirts, <laughs> mugs. Whiskey glasses. Whiskey glasses. Ugh. They faced off against the Houston Outlaws in the Outlaws' hometown, which was... Houston. Houston. <laughs> and they destroyed that. And it wasn't even a nice defeat. London drew it out into extra matches. They gave Houston that, that glimmer of hope that they could like come back. And then London tore it all away. Right in front of of their fans. It was beautiful for me and Mandy. (laughs) But it was also great. That was the first time Mandy and I got to sit and actually watch London like fully. So now it's it's kind of a new team that we didn't really know their names. But now we're we're learning names and personalities. So now we can scream at the TV as you should do for every good (laughs) sports game. Fair enough. The next day, they stomp Florida. Moving on. There's other stuff that happened, but who cares? Those are the teams I like. <laughs> Let's look at the standings. Philadelphia Fusion are leading the pack undefeated with Whoa. New York hot on their heels. Wow. Houston Outlaws picked up their first win last week, breaking their losing streak. They had lost every game up until then. Ouch. <laughs> Um, but none of this matters because five of the, actually none of the standings matter because five of the teams still haven't even played yet. Uh, due to traveling concerns amid the COVID-19 virus. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which will prove that in the end, all of us are the real losers. <laughs> <laughs> all of us. And uh, that's your Overwatch sports news with the latest week late coverage. You've, Back to you, Brian. You've been Trip. Hunter. I've, I've been Johnson. Hunter Trip Tanner. <laughs> oh, Tune that's in next time. a great name. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> Hunter Trip Tanner. Hunter Trip Tanner. Well, well, well thank you, TT. Uh, uh, it's HTT. Oh, right. HTT. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> We're still working it out. We're still working it out. <laughs> All right. So that'll do us for our, for our sports news and our news segments. You know, Brian. Yeah, what's going on there, Trip? <laughs> <laughs> That's somebody else. That's a sports guy. Oh, okay, my bad. I'm here for video games. Uh, the wife and I went out recently to buy ourselves some hardcore antibacterial soap for no real reason no no, no, no real, reason no nope. real reason nope. but while we were there at some store that could be one of two because really who what else is there <laughs> um actually there's tons of that house anyway we wanted a little snack you yeah. know if we're going to keep our hands clean and our faces clean why not get a little something to stuff those faces with <laughs> but i can't remember what i got do you remember mandy um, were they some prickly pet pretzels? No, they weren't prickly pet pretzels. Joe Bryan, could you help jog our memory? W- was it uh, like uh, amazingly antibacterial? <laughs> and like, did we just eat it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you can use that first, and then you know, do everything. I'm not after putting that. soap in my mouth. I mean, you, again, you, yeah. <laughs> okay. I we've all done it before. Yeah, yeah, so tried it. It's like, it's like, oh, this is an alcoholic. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, mm. Yeah, huh. we, we just need something that we we're, we got something that was like I don't know was it savory 
Or was it? Was it tasty? It was tasty. Ooh, it could be tasty. Oh. Okay. Oh my goodness. Was it a tasty tot? Like a tasty tater tot? Oh, was it a tasty topic? Turns out we remembered on our own. Thanks a lot, you two. Well, I hope you two were. That's what we're here for. Hey, I just sanitized the topic, okay? <laughs> Clean it up. That's right. Sanitize that sandwich. Right on up. Uh, and then uh, this week with our tasty topic is Troy. So, Brian and I, we both played the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo. Yes. What a ridiculous title. It is. <laughs> that has made us think of games that are either iterative or remakes or sequels. And wondered, hey, do we prefer those games, or do we prefer something that is at, that is more original, that is a new intellectual property that hasn't been done before? What is the debate? That is the debate. It what? Is. Where do you all stand on this? Do you like remakes and sequels, or would you rather have something original and unique? I, I was thinking about this in the context of like um, cyberpunk, and like for me, I'm personally super excited for that to come out. Mm-hmm. And when I originally um, thought about this topic, I was like, well, definitely new content. Like, I love me some new stuff. And then I had to be real with myself <laughs> <laughs> and be like, well, it, when Dragon Age 4 comes out, I was like, well, they can throw everything else in the trash because that's all I want. It's, or like Animal Crossing's coming out and that's another sequel of a game. And just right. like, uh, it, I don't know if they could have another game and be like, oh, you know, you don't want that game. You want this new game. And I don't know if someone could p- pitch me on something that I I would be more excited about right, than that but, one. But, but you remember, you know, where you were when someone said, hey, there's this new game called Animal Crossing. Like what like what made you play that to begin with the first one? What? what? Like, I, I, not, not, I'm saying that if I remember back to that moment when someone was like, hey, there's an Animal Crossing game. I was like, yeah, sure. I guess I'll try it. Right. But I wasn't like, hey, I drew this picture and I've set up a picnic and I have a bullet turtle <laughs> now. And uh, I, I found a person in my game that looks like a friend of ours. Like I wasn't that type of person. Not right. that I am. Not that So that would you find that, that uh, I guess, enjoying remakes is kind of a more, I don't know, like a, like a nicer choice or a safer choice? Or, or how do you feel about what makes it about those sequels that makes you drawn to them more than an original uh, product? I think for me personally, it's because um, I already have an investment in those characters or those stories. Right. And I'm interested in a continuation of something that I've kind of already invested in. Okay. It's not that I'm not interested in something new. I think I'm just so uh, drawn into the worlds that have already existed that I'd like to see more from them. Of course. Yeah. Uh, of course. Um, which is my way of saying that I'm like a super millennial. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Joe, where do you stand on this topic? I I didn't take me long to get to the... I probably would just replay the same game over and over again. <laughs> Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even want a sequel. You're I don't, just like, just I don't, don't even care. Just keep like, updating this if one. If you just port it to another system, I will sit there and I will play it for hours. I, I, I really did think about it when we were, we were discussing it earlier. And I do love new content and I do love playing right, new right. games. But I find that I will not even finish a new game before I go back to playing Dr. Mario. <laughs> Or before I go back to playing a game that has been remade that's just ported onto a, new, a system that I have now. Like Animal Crossing is a great example of that. I was in it when that came out. Like that, that it, like I, I had an insomnia. So I was like, I could fish all night long and collect fish <laughs> and leave them in my house and then go sell them to Tom Nook in the morning. This is the best. And every iteration of the game, that's what I've done. 
And I, I think I just love that. I love the nostalgia of that. I love the the serene, like it's, it's just very calming. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's it. It's not just like hey, you're just liking to do the same thing. You're finding like new ways to appreciate, you know, what's already there. So you yeah. are getting new things out of something that may ne- not necessarily be new. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I, me personally, I, I'm I'm like the same with Manda. Like, if I really truly think about it, I kind of just want to play like uh, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn two. But mm-hmm. I, I do, I, I pine it in the middle as well because like Final Fantasy is a perfect example of this. Right. Every single Final Fantasy doesn't connect to the previous one with the exception right. of cer- certain ones. Right. However, there is a mechanic system. There is a uh, certain characters. There's certain themes. Th- that is motifs. Yeah, th- yeah. That is indicative of, oh, this is a Final Fantasy. Um, and... Like if I, I would like, say that Final Fantasy does it really well, where even though they're sequels, they're not sequels. So yes. for me, it's like for me that that the Final Fantasy series, for the most part, feels like original IPs over and over again, except when they actually do make a sequel with the same battle mechanics oh, yes. and whatnot. Which, we, but what's funny is Final Fantasy doesn't work for me for that reason. Is yeah. uh, but I also don't finish Final Fantasy games, so <laughs> yeah. I guess I would probably be more invested. You if, get to the desert level, and, and you're then like, I stop playing. I'm yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm especially bad when the desert level is like the second level, and I was like, oh, I did not get my money's worth. <laughs> uh, but like that's how I feel. Like like with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn as well. Like I wouldn't like I would love. I'm still waiting for a Horizon Zero Dawn two. However, I also wouldn't hate it if they did a, the next Horizon has nothing to do with Aloy. Mm-hmm. They just have it still set in the same universe. It's just either before or after. But I feel like that's and, still like the same investment the into thing. the it world. Is. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing though. Like like it's still it's something kind of new, but it's still it's still something that I'm familiar with. And so I, I still would prefer that over something completely original. I'll take completely original every day, yeah. all day. Give me that new stuff. Because I also do like the sequels, um, but I don't get those sequels if you don't make new stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like know, Horizon Zero Dawn came out of nowhere. One of the best games ever played. Amazing. Assassin's Creed launched a franchise. The iterations, of the sequels of Assassin's Creed is better than the original. Yes. But just the concept and the daring and the risk that yeah. comes with making an original uh, thing is so powerful and cool to me that, yes, it it's, may not be a great game, mm-hmm. but man, the idea, what, what a good original title does for me is when I play it, I play out the sequels in my head of what this game could be. Yeah. And then and then when it fall it, it falls out, it, it happens that way, like Assassin's Creed, um, then I'm like really joyous and happy that what I thought this could be became that. Mm-hmm. Um for me, I always go back to the God of War franchise. Like God of War came out and the original game had an ending. It was a complete story. It was good. It was done. Like you saw Kratos in modern time. It was a great tale. And then when I heard there were sequels, I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) The story is done. I feel like good sequels and remakes are hard to do because so much of it is just trying to cash in on on the hit. Mm -hmm. And that's where I get a little trepidatious on. Like I really did enjoy those those uh, follow-up God Awards because I just felt like they were milking a cow or Bioshock Mm -hmm. uh, where it was such an amazing original IP and then even the creators are like, don't make a sequel and they were like, deuces, we own your title. We're going to make it anyway. (laughs) So I feel like sometimes there's a lot of problems for me and it gets complicated when I think about remakes or, or, or sequels or things like that. Whereas for most part, I know with originals, it's like, it's daring. If there's something, there's something to to it that it's unpolished and cool. So yeah, 
in the end, I'm going to end up wasting a lot of money <laughs> buying things yeah. I'm not going to play. I do buy new stuff. Yes. I just like yeah. I had to choose. Yeah. And I think my one exception is the is the is the um, the indie games. Because if I can spend ten bucks on a game, mm-hmm. like I, my, I am more bought into the idea of trying something new than if it's like a sixty dollar game and it's just like a new like. Yeah, but yeah, I and, I, and and I also agree that it's also I think for me it's dependent on the studio. Like Outer Wilds, yeah. not to be confused with Outer Worlds. Oh, he gets Outer, it. Outer <laughs> Wilds, yeah, Brian. Um, that studio. I don't want to see an Outer Worlds two or an Outer Wilds two. Right. I want to see what they would do next because yeah. their first outing was amazing. Yeah. Um, like with, uh, with Papers, Please. Oh my I goodness. I did not want to see a Papers, Please too. I wanted yeah. to see what he would do next, which turned out amazing. No, right. I, I, wa- so, I wanted a Papers, Please too, And I wanted it to be about the one guy who made a passport with a crayon <laughs> and the whole game is just yes. following his life. I love I just, him. Yeah, he's the best. So much. <laughs> but uh, but I, that I is the, that yeah. is the tug of war. Do you get yeah. like, do you get that gem, that, that, that feeling of video games where you feel like you're discovering something for the first time yeah. and, or do you get that feeling that you're used to, but is so good. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes. And reliable. Sometimes the sequel tries new things. Like totally. uh, Nino Kuni Two is a good example. Oh yeah, where yeah. that game it's a is great game. very different than the first one. It's not like the first one's very Pokemon, and the second one's almost like RTS mixed with like it was very it, different. It was very good, very different. Yeah, it, and I, I agree with that big time. I think that if the sequel is going is is going leaps and bounds to either a different type of game entirely, or it, or the idea, the mechanics, everything about it, they have impre- they have made it so much better. I don't even feel like it's a sequel half the time. It's its own game. Like, mm-hmm. I, I cannot wait to, to play Neo 2. I hope it's amazing. And if it's exactly like the first one, I'll still have a great time. But I hope they've changed something to make it harder, to make it better, to make some part of it different. Yeah, so that it feels it feels like mm-hmm. an original game. Right. Yeah, Neo Kuni was much more, to me, Final Fantasy. Yeah. Where it was, it, was like, yeah. it is a theme, it is a... Well, they're the same know, world. And it's the same world, but it still is like one of those, like, it just feels so different yeah. from mm-hmm. one game to the next. And so. that is why we all in this podcast love Star Wars The Last Jedi. It's <laughs> <laughs> a reason. From what I'm getting, from what we're saying, oh, yeah, I mean, totally. this is, this, yeah. I'm just saying, we're, this, I guess we're in agreement on this somehow. All right, they, what, what are they doing, 14 movies? <laughs> you had to pick the best one? <laughs> <laughs> The Ryan Johnson one. <laughs> nope. Not going to happen. Oh, so, uh, That's what y'all said. That's what y'all said. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that'll do it for our tasty topic. It's the dragon of the week. It's so sleek. It's the dragon of the week. It'll make you freak. The dragon of the week. Dragon of the Week is our time to shine love on this industry and talk about it the way that we want to and love to. That was a great poetry jam. I closed my eyes for it. (laughs) (laughs) I'd snap, but you wouldn't hear me. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, this week's Dragon of the Week, Manda is going to be presenting. Yes. uh, So my Dragon of the Week is a little different this week. Um, It is a video game creator, but he didn't actually start out as a video game creator. They're the best. Um, I'm going to be talking about uh, Lionel Gallant. Um, otherwise known on the internet as Scythe. Okay. Oh, man, what a good name. That is a, really <laughs> that is a Cyberpunk 2077 name right there. <laughs> uh, uh, Lionel Gallon is the creator of Ghost of a Tale, um, uh, the game about a little mouse 
Um, you talked about that well, about yes. three episodes ago. Yeah. Nice. Yes, I, I bought it in honor of Year of the Rat, even though it was about mice. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> the rats in it. It, it was it was a really phenomenal game, and yeah. for being such a small indie game, it just had a lot of qualities to it that were so well made. It was yeah, um, it sounded amazing. And uh, I, on that note, I looked it up, and I and I think I found out why is that Lionel Gallant is an animation director from DreamWorks. Oh, he get worked, out of here! He worked on Prince of Egypt, Road heard to El it. Dorado, heard of it, Despicable Me, and heard The Lorax. It. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> the Doctor Seuss one? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all great movies. Yeah. I mean, I think I love El Dorado. Um, uh, I agree. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. And you, you're a big fan of Prince of Egypt too, aren't you? How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Deliver us. <laughs> uh, but he said, well, while he was working on the Lorax, he kind of had an idea to work on a on a video game. So he purchased some um, video game making software, and he's like, I sat down to work on it, and uh, he's like, I spent hours on it, and it just wasn't clicking. And I was thinking, like, this probably isn't for me, and probably don't have the skill set. It must. It's just so different from animation. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he bought Unity, uh, and he was like, Oh, this is much easier. <laughs> this is this is made for like people like me to do this yeah and by buying um, unity he means he downloaded it for free because unity is <laughs> the best free game <laughs> software there is me personally think it but, but anyways go for it. um but he said it was much easier he was trying to learn c plus plus before and he just couldn't get the no. hang of it and then you need a little you bit of try C-sharp. yokai four plus plus and he said for unity you need c sharp and it just for him him, him and his brain it was much 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 easier that's how it use. was for me too um <laughs> but he 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 actually worked on the game for over a year before he started his um, Indiegogo campaign, which is uh, I th- I'm, I'm taking I've never heard of it before, but I'm taking it. It's a European version of Kickstarter. Uh, Indiegogo is is just another form of it. It's not just European. It's oh. everywhere. It, but it's yeah, it's just another one. And it's got a cute name. Yeah, it, it does have a cute name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, in his uh, campaign, he was explaining that he didn't want to start. Um, asking for money until he was certain that he could do it. So actually a good portion of the game was complete before he even went out to look for money, which is amazing because like um, that's a lot of time and effort and money to spend on something and not being sure that it's what you want to do. But he ended up only raising, I mean, this is how much he asked for, but he ended up only raising um, 45,000 euros Mm -hmm. um, to make the entire game, Mm -hmm. which um, it for that amount of money, it's 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 super phenomenal. Video but, games be expensive, yo. Right? Yeah. But he said that the game was inspired by um, the Disney's Robin Hood, uh, okay. the, the Legend of Zelda video game, um, and the Redwall novels, which I don't know if you've heard of that. No. But uh, Redwall is a book series that started in uh, eight, uh, 1986 and ran good through year. 2011. Also good They year. made 22 books. Wow. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> is it about a rat? No, they are about mice, though. Oh, right. Um, Sorry. It's very... I, I, I profiled Brian. <laughs> you, you wrote an isms. Oh, my gosh. I meant to say mouse. I said rat. That's, that's on me. Is that's it like, on me. Like the secret of Nim, kind of? Yes. Well, okay, I have read some of these. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's very Wind in the Willows. Um, I, I should stop comparing things with other things. It is a book <laughs> about an, an, anthropomorphic mice um, and other woodland-type animals. Right. It's very fantasy-based. 
Um, and with that in mind, that's very much like what his game looks like. He said he was inspired by both like some of the cover art, but also the stories. And that makes sense because when you were talking about uh, Ghost in the Tale, Ghost of a Tale, Ghost of a Tale, uh, there it seemed to be such a robust uh, backstory and like a li- really lived-in world. Yes. Um, so I, I can see where the parallels would be uh, to a novel. Was there was there a character in there called Nicodemus? No. Because everything's improved by a character named Nicodemus. He's <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. Um, but he said his goal was to create a small yet beautiful game with environments like a movie sets and characters that have a sense of stylization in their design while retaining a certain simplicity and intimacy as far as gameplay is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he really achieved that. Um, the Kind of the reason that I wanted to highlight him is because um, his game is amazing and it was well worth doing the research to realize one of the reasons I really enjoyed the game is it's inspired by all of the things that I also enjoyed. Like every movie that he made, I was like, oh, I did really like that. And then he had a list of like four video game inspirations. So I was like, yeah, and I like all those games and all of his movie inspirations. And he mentioned Secret of Nim, and it was just like, yeah, yeah, all of this is great. Um, but uh, also I found it really inspiring that um, he left like he was very successful in his job and he set that aside for a minute to to work on like a passion project something that he just found um super interesting Mm -hmm. when he started to do it he failed um and then he you know found a workaround and then kept at it um and uh, again i really enjoyed that and uh if he's obviously his indiegogo page isn't live anymore because it's already been funded and it's out Mm -hmm. but just reading how passionate he is about this um, the way he explains things is super genuine. Like it's clear that this is just like a, a passion project for him and that he really cares That's about cool. not just this, but about video games in general. Um, and it's nice to see more crossover uh, people from different industries kind of come into video games and vice versa. Yes, absolutely. And and if you haven't seen the game, like I absolutely recommend that you give it a try. It's only 15 bucks. Oh, okay. um, and it's on Steam only or, or elsewhere? Uh, I think it's on Steam and Xbox. Okay. Um, Damn it, Xbox. (laughs) Damn it, Xbox. It's it's absolutely... Actually, uh, AJ, could you go ahead and fact fact check that for us? See uh, what Ghost of a Tale is uh, out on? Thank you. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, But like I said, it's only 15 bucks and and it's well worth the time. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, The guy who made it is an animator and uh, it clearly shows. Uh, And this whole thing has just been a ploy because this is me trying to convince Lionel to make a sequel. Uh, It's based on our previous topic. We all agreed that sequels are the best way to (laughs) Clearly all agreed. We all agreed. (laughs) All of us unanimously agreed. Uh, And the game was so good, it very much deserves uh, more. Yeah. Please name it Ghost of a Whisker. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. What, what other mouse parts are there? Soul of a Whisker. Oh, Ooh. Spectre of a Tail. <laughs> nice. Cool. What's nice. your dragon's name again? That is a Lionel Gallant, or uh, otherwise known as Scythe. I love this segment. I love learning about video game people. It, it So much goes into games. It this does. makes me happy. It's really nice. Uh yeah, like you said, we we just get to find out about them, and I didn't know anything about them before. Yeah. Now I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, video game people and companies yes. making stuff for us to play and talk about. Yeah, and Thanks, for you, Mandy. Amanda, actually looking that up and uh, presenting it to all of us. Hell yeah. Reminding everyone that Prince of Egypt is a thing. Damn right. <laughs> Deliver us. <laughs> Troy never forgot. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> I wake up at two in the morning, I'll just be Troy in front of the TV watching Prince of Egypt. <laughs> no joke, we had Rode Alvarado and Prince of Egypt on in the store in the last two days <laughs> i for real would love to watch road to el dorado pretty I, I, i'm down i'm down yeah 
Rodel the Rod also has that super adult joke in the middle of it, which is great. If you don't really notice it, you don't notice it. I'll tell wow. you after the podcast. Wow. <laughs> what a tease, Brian. Yeah, no. What a tease. It's kind of how I am. Uh, <laughs> but what I am not is uh, is not teasing the end of this week's episode because it is. Um, as always, for the foreseeable future, uh, we recorded live downstairs inside of one of our houses, always known as the Dragon's Den. <laughs> the Dragon's Den. Ooh. The Dragon's Den. Rawr. <laughs> but we are still powered by our friends of the Thousand Brigade. <laughs> Damn right. And you can find us online on the interwebs. That's right. Look us up at Taste of Dragons on Twitter and on Instagram. And on, you can find us on Facebook as well. Um, we have a cool feature this week in gaming history. We'll be looking back 20 years ago. The PlayStation 2 was released. It was. We are going to be discussing our PlayStation 2 memories on Instagram. You'll only find that content there. Well, and to the other places that I send it to. <laughs> <laughs> Best but console. Check Best us out console. online. Yeah. We'll see you out there during the week. That's right. That's right. And um, yeah. As always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. And I'm Joe. And we are... The the Taste of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're going to be doing some changes within the next couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh, man.